Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, and welcome back to part two of our Tony Awards show. Yeah, part two. Part dos. Part dos. Uh, you might have listened to the musicals, uh, what Kevin and Brian and I all thought was going to win for the best musical categories. And now it's time for the straight plays, some legitimate drama. Yes. Theater acting. Theater. T H E A T R E. None of that singing and dancing on your cruise ships. <laughs> Put those jazz hands away. There's serious theater going on That's here. That's right. Let's make those picks. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Best Direction of a Play. Our nominees are Rupert Gould for King Charles III, Jonathan Kent for Long Day's Journey and Tonight, Joe Mantello for The Humans, Liesl Tommy for Eclipsed, and here we go. Ivo <laughs> Van Hova. Did I do that right? Can you do it with an oh, accent, Rob? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Because I, I don't understand who it is. Ivo Van Hova. There it is. Art Demilius. Have you from the bridge? <laughs> Poor Ivo. This man's a genius. I'm just reduced him to the Swedish chef from the Muppets. I'm sorry, Boy, Ivo. Well, he has had quite a year, hasn't he? Though? He really He's has. He's had a big year. Big year. Yes, it started yeah. off with what? A view from the bridge? Uh, well, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, there no, was something no, earlier than that. View from the bridge, yeah. And, and Lazarus, Lazarus, too, I'm thinking of. The Lazarus off Broadway. You know, when someone stirs it up a little bit and it does something a little out there and a little different. Good or bad? Don't know. Some people I wish you could see Kevin didn't. did a beautiful stirring gesture. I did, then. didn't I? It's, it's, it's very nice. <laughs> He's the Julia Child of this podcast. <laughs> he is the, yeah. the, the Julia Child of the Tony nominees. Yeah. So who's going who's gonna to take this home? This is a fascinating category to me. I mean, if I were voting with my heart, I would, I would be going with Rupert Gould for King Charles III. I thought his direction on that was just brilliant. He made that play just jump off the page. Um, absolutely loved it. I think, I think it's between Ivo van Hove. Thank you. Or, <laughs> you're welcome. You do it much better than I. I love it. Um, this man is crying right now. Yeah. He's being mocked. Oh, he's, he, whatever. He's Although, why is he listening world. to us? That's yes. really what I, I want to know. That's what I was, yeah. I can't wait for the newer podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, between that and the Crucible, you know, it's funny, I I'm, I'm one of the few people, I think, who just didn't get his direction on both of the, those Broadway shows this season. So, oh. just so, if you have not seen these two shows, View from, the Bridge will, sorry, View from the Bridge will start there, which is American realism, usually done very literally. Right. It, you walk into the theater and you see a white box, a pretty wash. much, yep. and one doorway. There's no chairs, there's no tables, there's no props. There's actually one chair. There's no shoes. Oh, there's true. one chair around. Yeah, there's, sorry, there is one chair. It's a very important symbolic chair. It's a very famous chair. <laughs> is it one, did they play that game where someone stands, someone sits, and someone lays down on the floor? You mean floor? that horrible improv yeah. game that you make you play in college to kill time? Well, you know, that chair, <laughs> that chair is appearing in next season's Cinderella. 
Oh my it's god! Be in her own little corner in her own little chair. That's very and interesting. I hear that it's going to win the Tony. That well, sorry, Evan Platt, you have to yeah. move over. Or Ben Platt. Ben, ben Platt. Platt. Sorry, <laughs> Ben Platt. But Dear Evan Evo's Hansen, you need to move over. Absolutely, yes. can't wait. Yes, I'm I saw excited. that chair do the gin game. Oh. When Cicely Tyson we was saw out, together, and we did. We saw the we chair, saw the gym and, and we'll probably get nominated. Yeah, yeah. chair was uh, the only nominated. Tony nominated a few years ago for Will Rogers Follies. Mm-hmm. In fact, also good. it was the chair of Man and Chair from from <laughs> Jurassic Chaperone. Oh my God, this is a rabbit hole. <laughs> this is great. It's a rabbit hole of chairs. Yes. It's a rabbit hole of chairs. Yeah. So that's so that's a view from the bridge. And right. I think Kevin also said there's no shoes or socks. It's just right. like no, it's yep. just barefoot, barefoot like, very. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I'm, there you go. I'm always uncomfortable with for some reason. I don't know why. I get very worried. I'm like some. I get okay. So anyway, my apologies. So there's a union guy that get paid like a hundred thousand dollars to to, to to sweep the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay. And then the Crucible, right? Which is starring the wolf. Starring features a wolf, which is really a dog. Which is a dog. So it's a, it's it's a wolf that comes out. Yeah. And what does the wolf do? Just like cross the stage. It- Crosses the stage, does a takedown stage at the audience. <laughs> no, you're lying. No, well, I mean, I, not really. I would love I, that. Sort of, no, I, I believe sort that. Of did I mean... the night that I was there because the snack that I guess they drop in the middle of the stage for it was sort of downstage center. <laughs> so he kind of just looked around, and then I guess the handler called him over from the wings, Amazing. and he ran off, and that's I, it. I think that's how they used to direct. <laughs> drop the snack, and she'll do a take. <laughs> Uh, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's no I'm sorry. Anyway, he, so his direction is obviously very conceptual, very, you know, certainly not literal. And, and The Crucible, which is this play all about basically doubt kind of creeping into these people's minds and letting it take over and fester. All of a sudden, you now have like literal witches like flying and stuff like that, which is not supposed to be how the play is. So I, have a, I had slight problems with his interpretation, but people but- loved it. Isn't the whole point of the play that they're creating this diversion to get themselves out of trouble? Out of going? trouble, right? And so now, so then now there are literal witches. So that kind of yeah. negates, right? And the whole thing is, it's the an point allegory. of the play, right? He, right? Arthur Miller wrote it as an allegory for uh, the Red Scare, the, the communism, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, and which is all about these people aren't actually guilty, but they're being blamed for things, mm. and so. I felt like the direction sort of, you know, shortchanged that a little bit, but it's his own interpretation, and that's fine. So be it. It didn't work for me personally, but um, a lot of people really loved it. This is the Crucible. The you're Crucible, about. yeah, yeah. 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 Funeral Bridge, I didn't love either, but that was for different reasons. I was just sure. bored out of my mind. Yeah. Uh, but no, a lot of people love his stuff. I think he might win. I would love to see Rupert Gould win for for King Charles III. Joe Mantello though also has a great shot with the humans for. Um, Directing that ensemble, it's a very simple piece in terms of the way it's it runs for the hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But it's a really tight ensemble. They they feed off of each other really well. And I think since um, there's no Tony Award for ensemble of a play, right. they sometimes look to the director mm-hmm. and award the director for that kind of yeah. thing. So uh, I could see it being being Joe, but I think it'll probably be Evo. I agree. Got it. I do. And and Jonathan Kent. For long day's journey and tonight, well, he, and he's been around for ages. Yeah, yeah. he's had that yeah. theater. He, and, and, oh, go ahead, and, go ahead. No, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, no. I just been. He's. It's nice to see his work in, in New York City. And I think his Gypsy might be coming Imelda, in. Yeah. with Imelda Stone might be yes, coming in next season. That. So I didn't know that he directed that. I yeah. saw that in London. Actually, I didn't know he directed it. He That's did great. that, and he also did the Sweeney Todd that she was in oh, a few I, years. I saw that too. Yeah, with prior. To, yeah, yeah. Prior to that, that was phenomenal. Yeah, that I that I thought was wonderful. Oh, so good. I saw that too. God. Oh yeah, Liesl Tommy, who's doing Eclipsed. Uh, she's th- this is going to be her first, I think, of many Tony nominations. Yeah. Uh, she's a younger director, an emerging director, and her work is always fantastic. Her work is always wonderful. She did a few years ago a Les Mis 
down in Dallas that was contemporary. Yes. And usually I'm not a huge fan of – I'm like, what are you – come on. It's pretty powerful. Wow. It's it pretty – it's strong yeah, it's, yeah. And I'm surprised that didn't have more of a life. So this is going to be her first, I believe, of many. So that's that's it. So you're, we're all saying that – I've been heard Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe wins, but I, I think it's going to be Eva. Best lighting design of a play. We have Natasha Katz for Long Day's Journey Into Night, Justin Townsend for The Humans, and oh, okay, here we go again. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I love this. Use the accent, Rob. Use do the it, accent. Do it. Jan? No, Jan. Jan Versavul. Jan Vers. I feel like Elizabeth Taylor. Do you ever see Elizabeth Taylor on award shows? She would have no idea how to pronounce anybody's names. Jan Versavul for Arthur Miller's The Crucible, and here he is again. Jan Versavul. For Arthur Miller's A View from the Bridge. Uh, if you've never seen Elizabeth Taylor try to read nominees, we have to post it. The 1980 Tony Awards. She cannot pronounce. Wasn't she like drunk or something? I don't know what allegedly? she was. Allegedly. She was allegedly drunk. Uh, but she'll come out and she'll be like, and the nominees are jo- jo- Josh, Josh, John, John. Oh, my God. John Smythe? Smith? I can't read that. <laughs> Smith, Smith, John Smith for I'm I'm a day I'm a de, I'm I'm a dillo I'm a days. That's what I feel like right now. She was drinking her diamonds. <laughs> she was drinking her white diamonds. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of a little uncomfortable. They still play those white diamonds commercials. They still play them. I'm like, she's been dead now for oh quite gosh, some time. Right, yeah, I yeah. Them taxis every time. <laughs> like, I love these. Always bring me luck. And she drops. <laughs> she drops the diamonds. Phenomenal. And a hoagie also falls out of her. She's, <laughs> she picks that like up and takes that. The diamond yes. she leaves behind. <laughs> but the hoagie that's not oh going anywhere. <laughs> that's my blimpies. Thank you, Liz. Uh, oh. So, who is going to get best? Lighting design of a play. This is a very interesting category. Yeah, it's, it's cost there, there are two on here that I'm a, I'm a little surprised by. Well, what are those, Rob? Yeah. Well, Natasha Katz for Long Day's Journey and Tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the if you look at the pictures from the show, it like I think I've said this before. It looks like an oil painting. Yeah. It's 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 very beautiful. However, a lot of times from actors in darkness, yeah. and so you just hear their voices, which sometimes is a very cool effect, and then sometimes you go, I wish. I could see Jessica Lang's. I'm hearing something beautiful, but I'm not seeing it. Mm-hmm. And so that to me, I'm 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 on the fence. It's conceptual, I'm, but conceptual. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm on the Talent, fence. Talent was it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, obviously, it's a very deliberate choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's more about the practicality for me than the the artistic end on that. So, boy, I she loved and known though. You know. Oh, she's a wonderful lighting designer. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I agree with you. I um, I thought that I actually thought the lighting was beautiful. Uh, what you could see of it. Um, and But you're right, there was a lot of darkness in the back, but I think I made this joke before, but, you know, Long Day's Journey into Darkness was the original name of the play. Not not actually, but apparently it's, you know, they replaced it with Night. Um, the, ri- the original title was... The original working title, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Roundabout didn't pay Con Edison. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So you get two instruments. Blackout, blackout. Blackout, blackout. Uh, the the lighting of, of, a, of a white set, though, has got to be pretty difficult. Yeah. I'm thinking for... Oh, for, for uh, yeah. View from the Bridge? Yeah, because a view from the bridge is all white, but uh, and it was, yeah, maybe maybe that. Oh, that's a good point. You know, I didn't even think of that. I found that lighting to be a little harsh, but oh. also did the job that I think it was supposed to do. So that's the question about these design awards: is always is the design 
serving the purpose that it's supposed to serve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that V from the Bridge did that. Um, I'm a little bummed, and I know I sound a little bit like a broken record here. I'm a little bummed that um, John Clark wasn't nominated for King Charles III because that was my favorite lighting of the year. I thought the lighting in that play was exquisite. I think that Jan Verschevelde, who does great work. <laughs> That's how you say it. Verschevelde. <laughs> wow. Um, on on the on the, excuse me the Crucible and View from the Bridge he might cancel himself out I wouldn't be surprised honestly God even Justin Townsend for the Humans that play really well lit they do this great effect with the bulbs in the in the New York apartment going out one at a time uh, it's very realistic and then there's this kind of ethereal moment at the end um, mm. the lighting is really gorgeous in that play um, but I kind of have a feeling it'll be Natasha Katz just because she's beloved yeah. and won't cancel mm-hmm. out her own vote ah okay like Jan. Jan yeah. Will. See, I would if I was going to vote, I would say Jan for the Crucible. I thought the lighting in there mm. was was very nicely done. Okay, so we have one for Jan, one for Natasha, and Jan. Kevin? Jan. Yeah. Oh, two for Jan. I'm going to go which, Jan. Which Jan? I'm going to say View from the Bridge. Oh, that wow! Two different Jan with that white Oh my set. gosh! Yeah. Congratulations, Jan. <laughs> what if Jan I, ties with himself? <gasps> that would be incredible. There's a tie. What? Jan and Jan. <laughs> Could you imagine? Accepting the award for Jan is the Wolf from the Crucible. Oh my God! I'd die. Gets up to the microphone, <laughs> then just walks off. It's better than the chair. So. It's better than the chair. That poor chair. Can that you imagine? Chair. The chair was nominated. They show a photo. It's the chair sitting in his audience chair with a little bow tie on. Ever since Clint just Eastwood waiting. sat in it, it's just the career's been downhill. <laughs> is, is he the same chair? I probably. Oh my God. He was slumming. He went to that RNC oh, convention and was mess. just slumming. Good. Best costume design of a play Jane Greenwood for Long Day's Journey in Tonight. Michael Grass. For noises off, Clint Ramos for Eclipsed, and Tom Scutt for King Charles the Third. Mm. What do we think, Kevin? Uh, Is that right, Kevin? Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I, I'm gonna go with Jane Greenwood on this, but that's just because she's legendary. I have not mm. seen all these costumes from these shows, so I, I cannot and you know have what? A strong Honestly, that. if you have, go on to Google and just do a quick search, yeah. and you'll see you you can you can get a sense of what yeah. everything looks like, yeah, but. I, I mean, this category is there's no front runner to me because I think costumes in a play this season usually we're we're used to seeing one show like last year it was um, Wolf Hall yes. where they've got these yeah. big period Huge costumes period. and they're the front runner just because they are mm-hmm. here. I mean, yeah, Long Day's Journey is like period esque, mm-hmm. but the rest of these Noises Off is semi contemporary, Eclipse is contemporary, King Charles III is a, is a future contemporary play. You don't really have these period pieces. I I mean, if I were gonna pick my favorite, I, I think I would probably with noises off here that that little uh corseted uh outfit that they had megan hilty in that pink you know underwear and stockings i thought were adorable but i don't know who's going to it, it I, it'd probably be jane greenwood just because the show's still open yeah and she is legendary like you said but I- i'm gonna go with michael crass for noises off because my feeling yeah. is i thought that they really embodied that late 70s mm-hmm. early 80s period without making fun of it yep. and it was also individual enough that you could track the characters yep. And Jane Greenwood's costumes, I think, once again, it looked like an oil painting and it was gorgeous. Best scene design of a play. Of a play. This is my worst prediction category. I got two two got, nominees wrong in this category. Ooh, that, ooh, ooh. It's Beowulf Borat for Therese Rakeen. Christopher Oram for Huey. Jennifer Devere DeFeld for Arthur Miller's A View from the Bridge. And David Zinn for The Humans. So, what are we looking at what here, guys? Think? Well, I want what did where did you get wrong, Brian? What were you predicting? So, I didn't predict Therese Rakeen. Mm. Because first of all, I didn't. That was one of the few things I did not see this season. But I did hear that their set was 
awesome with like apparently the giant water on stage. Yeah, and the robot. It's the pretty robot. impressive. Yeah, I had Derek McLean for noises off in that spot because again, I think oh, I think yeah. that show kind of depends on the set. Yep. So, but that wasn't nominated. Uh, and then I didn't have a view from the bridge because I kind of thought there really was no set to that show. <laughs> that I expected him to get nominated for the Crucible actually, which has more of a set, or Long Day's Journey into Night, which has a set. So I'm a little confused that View from the Bridge was nominated here. It, go online and look at the image from View from the Bridge. It's literally a white yeah. box. It's just a it's it's a small narrow white box with a white bench going around the perimeter and one doorway. It's it's very it's specific, simple, you know, and it's artistic. It's very simple. It's you what I call say. the MoMA design of <laughs> the MoMA design of theater of theater. Uh, but I was yeah I thought he was going to get it for the Crucible. Right. That kind of surprised little, little me. Surprising. Yeah. Um, I I did predict Huey and the humans and Huey the set. I mean, the set and the lighting were stunning. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gorgeous. that set was massive for the booth, which is a tiny little theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made that stage look gigantic, mm-hmm. which again, isn't necessarily the measure of what's the best set, but just impressive. Mm. Impressive. Um, to me, the best set here is The Humans. Because it's even though it's simple, it's, uh, again, what they do with the bi-level. They really capture that New York City apartment. Yep. The undergrad, like the garden level, if you will. <laughs> with with the, sh- the outside street going yeah. by. Just, they really do a good job of that, keeping it honest. But also having it kind of cross-sectioned. It's fascinating. Like I, the I just, realistic look, yeah. but also yet theatrical. Yeah. But yet it's so it's specific. I, I mean, love that yeah, set. Yeah. I agree. I'm with you on that. It's definitely. a good play. And it's that same one you said. Yeah, you're with the humans yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm actually going to go with therese or keen uh or raquin depending on, mm. on on the pronunciation it, just because it was it was very impressive and i thought it was a really lovely way of incorporating the text and the rowboat was amazing as well as the water get, get some hydraulics for me and some water and i'm a happy man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to that singing in the rain revival that's coming off this way i didn't know that yeah it's from paris and it's Ugh, it's Derek Huff. But it, there's, i'm not happy about it but there's water <laughs> there is water oh there's water I, well i saw the singing in the rain revival in london in. Oh yeah, a different revival. Maybe four or five years ago, I brought my mother with me. Oh, what a good the, son talk, you are! Talk about musicals that um, got me into theater as a young child. That movie with Gene Kelly was my favorite movie growing up. Totally, me too. Um, loved it. Watched it. Totally, I, I wore that VHS tape out. Yeah. But that that revival was glo- that was at Chichester Festival, and then they moved it to what, the West End. I love Singing in the Rain. I'm a little nervous about Derek Huff's ability to carry a show, but we'll. Now you have to forgive me because Grandpa doesn't know anybody after. Oh, Clark he's from Gable, Dancing with the Stars, but he's dancing with the stars. So, okay, leads. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Maybe Marie Osmond can be Kathy Selden. I would see that. Um, or Joyce DeWitt. Or Joyce DeWitt. <laughs> I have to, I must apologize. We made a whole bunch of jokes about Joyce DeWitt before I had seen Disaster. 
And I didn't realize they kept using her as a punchline. Do and they? Dis- yeah. And so I just want to say, everybody in Disaster, please, I did not steal your, your yeah. Joyce DeWitt joke. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. <laughs> uh, my, my apologies to everybody over at Disaster. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play. Oh, my gosh. Here we go with some names. Pascal Armand for Eclipsed. Megan Hilty for Noises Off. Jane. Oh, my God. And I love her so much. I hope I don't screw this up. Who to shell? How to shell. How to shell. Say it again. How to shell. Jane. How to shell. I feel like it's a hooked on phonics for me, if you remember that. Hooked on phonics. This, oh. is my, this is my Rosetta Stone moment. Andrea Martin <laughs> for Noises Off and Seikon Sengbla for Eclipsed. So who, who are we thinking, guys? I could see them going anyway with this. I just saw Eclipsed was the last show of the year that I saw. I know that people are going to that show, or well, or not going because it's not selling well, but the people who are going are going to see Lapita. Yeah. Who is great. But, but it's an ensemble but piece. But it's really isn't she's it? really not. Act two makes her more of a lead, I guess, mm-hmm. but she it's really an ensemble piece. And Seikon Sengbla, I was moved by her. Mm. I think it hurts that the two of them are both nominated because Pascal's, by the way, hilarious. Pascal is definitely the comedic relief in that show. The two of them are nominated against each other, which I think is problematic for yes. both of them. Mm, yeah. And obviously Megan Hilty and Andrew Martin are both from the same show. That being said, I think Megan Hilty to me was the standout in that ensemble. Um just that exit alone in act one that she has. Um but I think it's gonna go to Jane Hattuchel for her years of service to the theater community and the fact that the humans I'm surprised she wasn't put in the leading category to be perfectly honest but um I think it's gonna be her that was probably done consciously I'm assuming uh, yeah they well they she's below the title and they didn't petition her up yeah so uh, so I uh I'm a little surprised that they didn't but I mean I guess they thought her chances were better but maybe with the right choice because I think she's gonna win so great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love her I think she's wonderful However, I felt the best performance this year was Megan Hilty. Word. I thought it was a great, a great <laughs> yep. performance. It was a hysterical performance. <laughs> it was a brave performance because there was a lot of stuff that she was doing that could have easily fallen flat in the wrong hands. And I applaud her. And I applaud the, Yeah, she was so good. And I applaud her. And I applaud the director for just going balls to the wall yeah. with it. Yep. You feel the same I'm way? Are you going to go with Jane? Camp. Yep. Great. Definitely. Um, and this would be her first Tony win? Is and that? first nomination. Yeah. God, good. And I mean, I, here's the thing. I will not be surprised if she wins. She's also beloved in the Broadway community, yeah. having done Smash. You know, yeah. everyone loves the good. Um, Let me be she, your star. But she, um, I would not be surprised if she wins. But I think it's between the two of them for sure. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play. Hmm. The nominees are Reed Burney from The Humans, Bill Camp from The Crucible, David Furr from Noises Off, Richard Goulding for King Charles III, and Michael Shannon for Long Day's Journey into Night. What are we thinking here, guys? Wow. Tough category, strong category. Um, kind of surprised, but pleased that Richard Goulding got in for King Charles III. Yeah, that's Please forgive ago. me. I saw King Charles III. Who was he in King Charles He Tra- was... Uh, Prince William? William. I was, like, oh, it was okay. the older one, the, older, the two brothers, yeah. Please, William. And by the way, sad that um, the girl who plays Kate didn't get in because she, she was, was wonderful phenomenal but I mean again tough category yeah. this year and with the show closing and yeah, yeah yeah it's tough yeah. look for me this category is um, glorious I mean I thought Michael Shannon was the one thing about Long Day's Journey in Tonight that I really loved because mm-hmm. I didn't love the, the production but I thought he was great Richard Goulding and King Charles III I already said was great David Furr hilarious in Noises Off hilarious that fall down the stairs yeah props um, Bill Camp is maybe the one thing about the Crucible that I could tolerate. Reed Burney, who I think wins the award, um, again, years of of theater in New York, beloved by the theater community, and that role is tricky in The Humans. Yeah. Realistic, mm-hmm. but also theatrical, kind of like you said mm-hmm. before, Kevin. And mm-hmm. I think that he does a really nice job with it. I think uh, he's be, he'd be my pick to win. And, and our audiences probably know him now for House of Cards. 
Oh, I don't watch House of Cards. Is he on that? Yeah, where he plays uh, the vice president on House of Cards. So he's getting a lot of television exposure now. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. I think it is between him and I think Michael Shannon, uh, just because he's recognizable um, and such a great actor Mm -hmm. in in film. Now, I'm going to go with Reed Burney as well. My feeling with Michael Shannon, and I love him as an actor. This sounds so horrible. He looked and sounded so much like Bill Hader. Really? That's so funny. I can see that. From, yeah. from, from SNL, SNL. Yeah. That I can't think of. So it, it was like a parody Long Day's yeah, Journey. It was, it was I know. Stefan doing Long Day's Journey Stephon. tonight. That's, I uh, wanted him just to be like, you know, New York's new hot spot. That's what I really wanted. When you take the morphine and you put it in your system. Yeah. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. He didn't do that. That would be a great performance. I, I would that's pay bold. good money. That's bold. Uh, uh, he's leaving Long Day's Journey pretty soon, and the wolf from The Crucible is going into the role. Oh Stop my God, it. I must Stop have turned. Stop it. Oh, best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. Oh, my God. Another wealth of riches. Jessica Lang, Long Day's Journey and Tonight. Lori Metcalf for Misery. Lupita Nyong'o mm-hmm. for Eclipsed. Sophie Okonedo. Mm-hmm. Did I do that right? Yeah. Arthur Miller's The Crucible. And Michelle Williams' Blackbird. Once again, I apologize for my Liz Taylor pronunciations. I hope to get. I really do hope to get better. Who's going to take home best performance by a leading actress in a play? What a hard. I, I what think, do you think, director? I think they're going to give it to Jessica Lange. Really? I think it's. I think it's. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hers. I really do. Yeah, I, I agree really with do. you. I think it's going to be in my. It, I don't think it should be, but I think it's going to be. To me, the best performance of the year, hands down, was Michelle Williams. I was. Blackboard. That's what I was going to say. That, that performance I think is glorious. I left stunning. that theater. Thinking, it's pretty. Grant, I saw it in like February before a lot of these things had opened, but I left that theater saying she's going to win a Tony. Yeah, like done. And I think if Jessica Lange weren't Jessica Lange, yeah. exactly, I think Michelle Williams would have a Tony. I, you huh. know what? I think a lot for Jessica Lange. It's a great performance, and she really is wonderful in it. Um, it's one of those you've had a wonderful career. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, awards. Thanks for coming back to Broadway. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think that's I think that's going to be the motivation behind it. Yeah. Lori Metcalf, she should get something. Hazard pay. She, she, for, she, she should get therapy. She should get therapy because <laughs> God bless. She got that a nomination woman. for. I mean, like it was a, a, it was a wonder. It was a lovely performance, but my. God. Well, I think that's her. Yeah. That's the yeah. community's way of saying, "Come back, don't, please, please, please don't let you're this such a good actress." <laughs> I was curious who was going to take that fifth slot because those four, the other four, Sophie and Michelle and Jessica and Lupita, they were they're all in open shows. They were guaranteed to be nominated. Basically, the fifth spot was going to be between Laura Metcalf, Cicely Tyson for the Gin Game, and Linda Lavin for Our Mother's Brief Affair. Which none of those performances were super standout performances, but Laurie Metcalf obviously had the showiest role and had to deal with Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's, I think dang. you know, and she's beloved in the theater community, so I'm, I'm not surprised she was nominated. Yeah. But it was going to be. Good I saw funny. the first. <laughs> this is why I think Laurie Metcalf deserves something. I saw the first preview of Misery, and if you know Misery, there's a scene where Bruce Willis's character he's finally trying to escape, and he found these pills that he's going to put in her right. drink. First preview, she leaves the room, and he's real secretively trying to put the pills in the drink, and he drops the pill bottle. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> and it lands no. on the wheel, like like a couple of feet away from the wheelchair, and he can't get it. And God bless her, she walked in. Picked up the pill bottle, handed it right back to him, and acted like nothing was out of the ordinary. Good for you, Lori Metcalf. She deserves something. Bless um, her heart. I love her. Best actor in a play. Best performance by an actor in a play. Our nominees are Gabriel Byrne, Long Day's Journey and Tonight, Jeff Daniels, Blackbird, Frank Langella, The Father, Tim Pickett Smith, King Charles III, and Mark Strong for Arthur Miller's A View from the Jeez. Bridge. Once again, nice category, yeah. guys. My money's on Mark Strong. He I was know. I thought I thought he was a critic's darling. I thought everybody really, really liked the performance. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, yeah. But probably going to go to Frank Langella. I think that's right. I think yeah. That's for the father. Legendary. Although Jeff Daniels, fantastic in Blackbird. And I could, I could, I would not be surprised yeah. if he swept in there a little bit. I wouldn't either. I mean, here's the thing. It could be really any of these people. I'm, first of all, shout out to uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who I think kind robbed. Of, robbed. Robbed of a nomination. Yeah. I, and granted, the play is problematic. The play, and, yeah. and, and the production is fine. I, I was really impressed with him. I thought his comic timing was fantastic. Yeah. I thought he created a very sympathetic character, mm-hmm. a very vulnerable character. Yeah. He navigates maybe, what, 70 different people in right. the performances. If you don't know the show, it's a one man show, he plays 70 different people. I wasn't as in love with Gabriel Byrne as the New York Times was. Oh, okay. Uh, for instance, I, I thought Long Day's Journey was mostly a bore, with the exception of Michael Shannon. So, to me, to me, if I'm voting with if, with who I would pick, it'd be between Tim Pickett Smith for King Charles III, who I thought was glorious, and Frank Langella. I went into The Father expecting to hate it. And it's, it's got problems, but his performance is one of those that you leave the theater. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. It's one of those performances where you leave the theater and you're like, oh my god, I... It would be devastating to live through that. Like, it's that's got to be devastating. It's so honest and real. It's about a man who has Alzheimer's. Oh, gosh. Um, and it is, you just feel every single moment of confusion that this man is having. And I was so impressed with that. It's a good performance. And, and I did love Jeff, Jeff Daniels as well. I think it's going to be Frank Langella, though. He's special. Great. He's, he's, he's special. He's special yeah, and he deserves it this year. Yeah. Best revival of a play, Arthur Miller's The Crucible. Arthur Miller's A View from the Bridge. Good year for Arthur Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blackbird, Long Day's Journey in Tonight, and Noises Off. What are is, What is going to win this one? Yeah, Rob, what do you think? I think it might... I think it's going to be between either Long Day's Journey in Tonight or View from the Bridge. I mean, uh, Crucible. I oh, think interesting. The, okay. I, but I'm, I'm gunning for Long Day's Journey in Tonight. I found oh. that to be more of a satisfying evening in the theater as opposed to some of the other things on this list. Yeah. And Noises Off I thought was so wonderful. What but about I, Blackbird? My, I was like, my choices would be between like, Blackbird, Blackbird and Noises Blackbird Off. Is where, <laughs> I, Blackbird's where I am. Yeah. I'm also surprised you, you couldn't nominate Blackbird as, as a play even though it's been done a couple of years ago. Yeah, I was actually expecting it to be in, in the best play category but they yeah. ruled it. I guess it's done so many different productions uh-huh. everywhere else in the meantime. Okay. Just because this is the same director and lead actor, they're yeah. like, oh, it's a revival. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, here's the thing. I would choose Blackbird or Noises Off if I were a voter. Um, to me, those were by far the best two productions in this category. I agree with you that I think it's going to be between Long Day's Journey and Tonight, but not The Crucible. I think it's going to be between Long Day's Journey and Tonight and Using the Bridge. Oh, interesting. Which got yeah. better reviews. Oh, okay. Um, and even though it's closed, I think that a lot of people liked the reinvention. The buzz, aspect. yeah. Yeah, there was a big mm-hmm. buzz about it. And yeah. if Mark Strong is not going to win Best Actor, which I don't think he is, I think they're going to want to award it in some way. So got I think it. I, I'm actually going to pick a View from the Bridge. We saw that together, right? View from the we Bridge. Did. We did. We did. With a group of five people who all had a varying oh, <laughs> rainbow well, of opinions. Yes. Hey, which is great. Which, I mean, which that's, is, that's fun. I think that's wonderful. I'd rather have those yes. two yeah. diametrically then opposed like, opinions. Meh. They're like, that was fine. Yeah. Uh, best play eclipsed The Father, The Humans, and King Charles III. What are we going to go with? I'm I'm voting for Act of God by <laughs> David Deverbaum. Yeah. Um, so what are we going to go with, guys? Best play? The Humans. Yeah, the, I mean, humans. I, the Humans. The Humans. My favorite play of the year was King Charles III, but I think it will be the humans and deserve it. Like I think it's a great play. I'm, if Stephen Karam writes another amazing play like this, I'm going to hire him for all things <laughs> for life. going forward. Writing, writing, write all, my life, write my write life because God has he written some great plays. Uh, Sons of the Prophet off Broadway a few years ago yeah. was one of my favorite things Agreed. I've ever seen. To me, if, if 
if King Charles III were still open, I think it'd be a more interesting category. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it would be tougher because I don't think the father or Eclipse really has a chance of winning. Um, so it's going to be the humans. But I agree. Um, again, humans. who do you have to too? Humans. Yeah. Yeah. Join us next week when our guest, actress Joan Copeland, discusses being a victim of the Red Scare, working with Katherine Hepburn, and what it was like being sister to Arthur Miller. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.